Episode 91 of Middle of the Road, the podcast. This week, we are discussing Pixar's latest release and latest sequel, Toy Story 4, which is a sequel to their original series of films. Toy Story was their first film. Toy Story 2 is their third film. But Toy Story 3 came much later, and it's been almost a decade since that movie's been out. When was the first one? 95? Seven? Uh, looks like 95. Damn. Right. Two is 99. Oh, so we could have actually done two this year. Oh. For the podcast. Drop the ball. This film, I believe is, well, Lasseter has his hands on it. This movie's been delayed and been in production for a while. It's directed by Josh Cooley, who is not one of the big, big wigs of the traditional Pixar core. He has no directing credit prior to this he helped write the screenplay for inside out though yeah so it's him getting a shot at stepping up into some of the holes filled in the pixar guard i believe lee ungrich who did coco and toy story 3 and he was a so he was the last toy story director he's left the studio andrew stanton is one of the credited screenplay writers along with a billion original story yeah by... there's eight including rashida jones Rashida Jones and Will McCormick were the original people announced, I believe. Maybe Lasseter had a story credit at that point. But I think just looking at that eight story by credits, I think that kind of, I mean, this is a movie I, I still really enjoyed. I think it's my least favorite of the four Toy Story movies. But it it does feel like a big, a bunch of different ideas smashed together uh, for me. And... Not that any of them are lacking, but it doesn't feel like a cohesive cohesive through line, say, like, just say, the other Toy Story films have. This one feels a little all over the place and a little bit, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Episodic, almost? But that didn't hurt me from enjoying the movie. I was still enjoying it and laughing, and I cried at the end, but I'm a sucker but I, 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 I didn't, cried too. It's okay. Yep. Well, I didn't yeah. feel those tears were as earned as the it's, the, it's the tears Pixar, at the end of Toy Pixar Story movie. Three. They so. just tears are you know expected. Yeah, but some are. Th- th- this one felt. We can discuss in spoilers, but this one it's well deserved because of the history of these characters. But I don't. It had nothing to do with what happened over the course of this movie. Is why I was moved. Just that puts it into better context. But um, it, still go see it. It's great for spoiler-free take, but um, Ben, what do you think? So, I recently rewatched the original three, because I hadn't seen a lot of them in, in many years. Uh, and I think Toy Story 3 was the only one that really held up. The first two were good, but definitely not as great as I remember, especially now when we have, like, Up and we have Inside Out. Just these phenomenal Pixar movies. And they're, the, the first two Toy Stories are good, but they just don't hit those same highs and lows of the others. Um, the emotional highs and lows. Three three had a moment where I teared up a little bit. But I actually, I went into four 
And for the first 20 or so minutes, I felt like there was no way this movie was going to end up justifying its own existence. <laughs> and it won me over by the end. And I, I actually like this one more than any of the other three. You're crazy. <laughs> I knew. I knew. We were going to have words about this. Yeah, I texted Ben the other day when I was watching. I started, I marathoned them all, I guess, the night before I saw this one. So uh, Saturday, I watched them all, I guess. And I was like halfway through Toy Story 1. And I was like, I think Zach's going to get very mad with me on Wednesday. <laughs> we were both just like, uh, it's, you know. But I, I don't know. There's something about, I think, Toy Story 4 probably has the best villain in a Pixar movie. And I think they've had... There isn't a villain in Pixar, the, the new movie, I would say. Well, yeah, there is. She's just sympathetic. Well, when we get into spoilers, we can go into that too. But um, I think the only, the only thing that didn't work for me was Buzz this time around. I think he felt like his character had regressed from the arc he, he had had gone through in the previous three movies. Yeah, I think they I, I don't know if they quite they played him they up quite laughs. earned the dumbing down. They yeah. dumbed him down a little yeah, bit. And it, yeah, that's that was definitely something that it, didn't quite work for me. Even if I thought the bit worked, I thought yeah, the, yeah, was, what I they just, got out of it yeah. was very funny and entertaining, but I agree. It didn't feel like they earned that It was kind of like Parks and Rec when they dumbed down Rashida Jones's character. And I, I also, I mean, and I also think so. I think this movie had the most emotional oomph out of the four. And I also think it was the funniest just because of the blessed trio that is Duke, Kaboom, Ducky, and Bunny. I just, I mean, there was that, that sequence that you can predict the last little bit of it and you know it's going to end that way. But the timing and delivery of it still makes it hysterical. Are you referring to the three plans that they yes make. yes like you know where it's going it's so dumb but it's so good and i i was laughing pretty loud probably louder than anyone else in my theater i was pretty self-conscious about that actually <laughs> and i just i mean it's not leaps and bounds above three but i do it, it's definitely my favorite of the four lauren yeah i don't like i was trying to rank these four movies I've been trying to do that since I saw this one, and I just can't decide which one's my favorite. Because, like, Toy Story, the first one's one of those movies that it never, like, I didn't connect to it as much as so many other people did. Like, I was always kind of like, it's fine. And then rewatching it again, I disliked it even more just because Woody is an unlikable character, and that's really hard for me to enjoy a movie when the main character is unlikable. And although I do like, movie... I love by. Sorry. What? I was going to say, this movie seems like he's the least unlikable of them. Would you agree with that? Um, I'm just, I hadn't thought about that. I mean, you have, you're correct in that take that he can be annoying and pushy. And there's a bit of that at the beginning, but. I don't know. Like this movie has some pushback, yeah. but it, it was never to a point where I got frustrated with him mm -hmm. or anything like that. So I kind of feel like two, three and four kind of all are around the same mark for me like four out of five i think is where i sit with those three mm -hmm. and i mean it probably hurt that i started marathoning like the first three at like eight o'clock and went from there and like they're not the longest movies mm -hmm. but they all kind of blended together yeah. mm -hmm. because i did that so I, that probably is hurting or hurting my ability to actually rank them but it's like i don't know i really like this movie i was i was like ben going in um i was like i just don't understand how this movie will be able to 
like defend its existence you know with because mm-hmm. the third movie had such a good ending for these characters and now it's like but we have another story and like it i was also kind of and then it started and i was like i don't know about this woody he's like it wasn't annoying but like the start was kind of like well i have to do everything blah blah blah, blah. and i was like mm-hmm. oh this is gonna be a handful <laughs> but then it's like forky came into existence and i was like <laughs> This is the dumbest thing ever, and I love it. <laughs> it's like the first five, ten minutes of him is just trying to commit suicide into trash cans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or not commit suicide, but, you know, he's trying to, like, just live out his days in the trash. And it was just so stupid and so hilarious to me. See, that didn't, like, I, I don't think Forky worked for me as, like, comical. Like, that that montage, like, the first two or three times, I laughed, and then it was just, it felt like, Okay, okay, I get it. He wants he wants to be garbage. Oh yeah, it did wear thin. Yeah, yeah, I think like maybe I was maybe I was, was more I don't know, jaded about it. I was laughing through the whole montage of him. I mean, just... I it wasn't even necessarily his jumping into the trash so much as just everyone getting worn because like I get to hang out with my baby nephew every week. Mm-hmm. And like I just related to Woody so hard in those moments because he'll get his mind on something. And, like, I'll try to walk him away from it, and he'll go right back to it and try to walk him away, and he'll go <laughs> right back to it. And so, like, that whole sequence, I related to it so hard. <laughs> trash. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't, I mean, he doesn't like to play in trash, but it, for some reason, he wants to play in the dog's water bowl. <laughs> Gross. Thirsty. But, yeah, so it's like, I just loved watching uh, Woody's reaction to all of that. Mm-hmm. And he, like, I did, I really appreciated his story in this of just... Like, he just wanted to do anything in his power to make his person happy. And I thought that was a great story to tell as, like, the through line of this. Yeah. And then we get to see his growth and, you know, accept that he, too, can also have happiness. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I enjoyed it. And I also, I thought, I liked the, um, this one might, like, you say it's not a villain, but I'm going to say technically she's the villain if we have to pick someone because of... Her I mean, motive, or not her motive, her motivation isn't evil. It's yeah. just what she has to do to get there is like, ooh, that's bad. But it's like, I don't know. I really liked her just because she was sympathetic. Lotso's a villain. Yeah, he is for sure. Th- what's Gabby is her name in this? Gabby. Uh, yes. I'm, Gabby, I'm more Gabby. comfortable with calling her an antagonist rather than a villain. I know I'm yeah, picking. Yeah, that, that works. You know, like she, you know, Lotso, I mean, Lotso has sympathetic story too but it's he turns into this he turns into yeah. a villain like i guess it's kind of like yeah. the first movie until we get to sid later on woody mm-hmm. is technically he's not the villain but he's an antagonist and yeah. i guess you can kind of put gabby in that same mm-hmm. area like mm-hmm. era or area of characterizing that's an interesting parallel though too like just like yeah like because the he desire. does some bad they're stuff two, they're yeah. two sides of the same kind of coin like they both yeah want. the desire to be give played with and loved mm-hmm. and, and to do mm-hmm. anything they can for their child yeah 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 so that's some clever little writing there so it seems like we're all thumbs up though for toy story 4 mm-hmm, for sure yeah and yeah with that we're gonna jump into spoilers like forky tries to jump into trash trash <laughs> so spoilers sure spoilers 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 Spoilers! All the spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah. What was... We were dancing around something earlier. Spoiler. Someone was, like, walking up to the end. Well, let's just talk about the ending and why the... Like, the goodbye between them. Like, Woody goodbye. Like, that got me. 
But that oh, was the yeah. only emotional part that that was the only part I got emotional about. I'm interested where Ben was feeling more of the emotion stuff. Because so you described that this was you felt this was the most emotional movie of the four. Where like I mean like I Toy Story three the last thirty minutes of that movie twenty minutes of that movie like broke me as a human being. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely cried. I didn't I get watch. anywhere with this movie. That's what happened with this one for me. And it, it, it just, I think it's because there, so I had expectations. Like I, I thought, oh God, Forky is going to want to be in the garbage this whole movie. And then he's just, it's going to be this <laughs> long trek to get him back. He's going to fight the whole way. And then like 10 minutes after that, it's like, oh no, he's totally like on board to get back to, to Bonnie. Cool. I didn't expect mm-hmm. that. And the first time you see Gabby, she's surrounded by like the freaking goosebump dolls, and oh, mm-hmm. those ventriloquist yeah, dummies. they're so creepy. <laughs> they were so great, great. great antagonist set up there. And then, but it's like once you meet Gabby, it's like she has this feigned niceness, and you're just kind of like, oh, hey, Lotso, good to see you again. Let's see what mm-hmm. happens. Uh, but then she has like that. That I mean, Lotso has a, a sad backstory, sure. But hers is like, she never even got to Lotso's point. She never even had that joy from the get-go. Yeah, her her not getting her moment was a fucking kick in the nuts. Yeah, and then, <laughs> yeah. and then like, so when they're running to, like, she's like, okay, I'll go with you guys. She'll, she'll go to Bonnie, and she's so happy. But she forgoes that chance that Woody, like, promised her would pan out. She sees another kid who needs her. And she goes, and it it's... I was crying. I'm tearing up right now thinking about it. Oh, I was like, shirt shirt was wet. I'm like, oh, God, people are going to look at me like I'm, a, like I'm just some big blubbering baby. But And then, I mean... <laughs> just look away. Yeah, and then I had finally kind of caught my breath. And Buzz, Buzz says she'll be okay. And then it, that... But then he goes, no, Bonnie will be okay. It's like, oh, fuck, waterworks are back on. Here we go. And mm-hmm. like that, I just thought that was beautiful. And it's like, Woody, I was talking to a friend about it. He, he didn't think Woody was the same in this movie. Like he undid what he used to, like his, the way he used to think. He had a problem with Woody being like, in Toy Stories 2, he said something along the lines of, life isn't worth living if you don't have that child to live it for, you know? And he f- I think the beginning of this movie really does it. And you yeah. might be agree with me, it sounds like. Yeah. I think the beginning of this movie does a great job of arching, showing where Woody was and how he's changed. Yeah. And then over yeah. the course of these movies, and he's even, willing to. And he's, it sets him up for this yeah, ending. He gives up his entire. He gives up any chance of, you know, you know, being with another Bonnie or Andy to ensure mm-hmm. other kids get these toys, to ensure all these toys who don't have kids yet get their kids too. And it's just, it's this, sure, he gets, he gets Bo. That's great. But he all, I mean, he's giving up everything he lived for previously. And I thought it was really, really well done. I mean, just, it's for a movie I didn't think needed to exist. Now it feels like the perfect ending. I I mean, I agree. Like the goodbye. I agree with everything that you're saying, but I, it didn't come close to three for me, but, that's fine. Lauren, you were going to say something. Uh, it's just the second time now that he's come to the point in a kid's life where that kid no longer needs him. Mm-hmm. And so I think, like, but, like, she still has other toys. And so instead of fighting to be that toy for her, 
he's like I don't it's weird because he's like it's very he's very self-sacrificing in this movie and I thought that was just great character growth for him because one he gives up his voice box and two it's like at the end Buzz says that she'll be okay but it's not even that she doesn't need him I don't I really have no idea I'm walking around a point and I can't figure out what it is (laughs) it's not that she doesn't need the toys anymore she just doesn't need him anymore Mm -hmm. and I liked that instead of just going to try to find a new kid he gets to have happiness of his own now Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I thought the movie did a good job of showing that there's a life out there without a kid yeah I know Kyle was pretty upset that the movie ended with the toys getting split up which I think is why he doesn't like this one as much as the others but I don't know. The ending worked for me. It's just the one toy. Oh, yeah. And speaking of that one, Woody, I, the other day after we saw this movie, he told me this story about when he was little. They were at the toy store and he wanted this Woody doll and his parents told him that he had to save his own money. And so by the time they went back to get it, they had been sold out. And like so, But he eventually did get the doll and like his dad had showed up at school one day and it was like, t- it was like strapped into the seat with the seatbelt on and everything. And so he was just <laughs> telling me the story. I didn't think anything more of it. It came, like it was like out or it just went in. Not it didn't go. Oh my god! I sound like a horrible person. I just said it went in one year, <laughs> not the other. But like I took it in, but then I immediately forgot about it and it didn't like. But um, then I came in from letting the dogs out, and there's just this Woody doll sitting on the bookshelf, and like I had this split second reaction in my mind where I was like, oh my god, the toys are alive. Where the hell did this come from? <laughs> and it's like, oh yeah, it's that Woody doll because I didn't know he still had it. Mm-hmm. That was a detail he left out. So when I saw it, I was like, the toys are alive. I was like a child again for one moment where I was terrified of like toys. You <laughs> had a Sid moment. It was just a funny <laughs> moment. But yeah, I really like the ending. Sorry for the tangent. <laughs> it's okay. Let's talk about Buzz. And I was a little frustrated at first at like how dumb they were making it. Like he's he's shown the idea that he's under you guys both. Re- I did not rewatch. The he's movie like he's like a co-leader. But they've shown him. Like, conscious of, like, an inner self before this movie, right? Yeah, he's had a maturity to yeah. him. Yeah. I mean, he's been, like, in, I think in Toy Story 3, he was essentially, mm-hmm. what he was doing his own thing, and Buzz was the leader of the group. Like, Buzz But you know, Buzz maybe when they did that factory reset, it just wiped some of that stuff yeah. from his mind. <laughs> I, I am a little bummed we didn't get Spanish Buzz back. <laughs> yeah. Is there, are there two Buzzes in, in Toy Story 3, or just, is no. that the just the no. one there's two in the yeah, second okay. there's a bunch in the second only only one oh, yeah of them there's gets a bunch out. but two main <laughs> ones <laughs> and he's off playing catch with his dad that was great i had for- <laughs> i had totally forgotten about that <laughs> yeah yeah i i agree i was upset with it but then i realized it was just kind of like a joke machine basically yeah and that's where it kind of started feeling a little episodic like each one of the characters of their was on their own adventure with new people essentially yeah. like he left then jesse left but yeah. not for long but um yeah yeah it and i don't think i I've, I've enjoyed the toy story characters as episodic over the last nine years since the last movie with the sh- th- there's been three shorts and two specials i believe if i got my math right I, I've enjoyed watching these characters again, and so and I feel the same here. I'm just happy to be hanging out with a bunch of them. But a part of me also felt like we missed out on seeing a lot of these guys one last time. Mm-hmm. Like this was like Rex was barely, you know, yeah, Rex, Rex and Ham, Ham, like all those Slinky. guys were barely a factor yeah. in this movie. And 
Yeah, and what happened to RC car? <laughs> I think they said RC was gone in Toy Story 3. Mm. Him and Bo were the two that were gone. Him, and he said Mr. Squeaker or whatever, mm, the penguin. Yeah, the penguin. Oh. So yeah, I, 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 yes, I felt the... I, I felt the emotions and all the old friends gave Woody a hug goodbye. Like, they definitely, like, focused on, like, hey, this is the old crew saying goodbye. Yeah. But at the same time, I, I was wishing all those guys did get a bit more to do. Because I yeah. felt like Toy Story 3 was, like I said, it felt like one story that they were all in. And it was them moving forward to solve the problem of escaping the, the daycare center and stuff like that. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that. Where Where this was... Just a just a little too all over the place. I like how it came back together, but we spent a lot of time with new character. Like Gabby, I I never really got connected to Gabby. Like I can sympathize with her story, but when we asked Ben, had this big reaction to this emotion, the emotional payoff for her story, but her being a new character, I don't. There just maybe was it. There wasn't enough there for me. Man, can you imagine had when she got down to the kid at the mm-hmm. fair? Oh, and had, she denied like because like had that one kid denied her too because just seeing a random doll like maybe not for little kids but me if i saw that doll sitting there was like just leave it i I guess at least it's not as bad as like seeing your doppelganger at a fair yeah but you know that doll would have been terrifying but i'm glad she got her happy ending for now yeah i was glad i thought they pulled that transition off well it didn't feel cheap or unearned i just didn't Mm -hmm. have the emotional it would have felt Pull. unearned to me had she actually gone to Bonnie. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> like, had Bonnie, I don't know. Um, I think I could have rolled with that if it was, you know, Woody making the connection. I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, she didn't want any new toys, though. That's the thing. She wanted Forky. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think a new that's toy would have been. Yeah. You know, I just say the one thing I didn't like about the ending was that Woody finally got rid of Bullseye. It's like all the movies, he keeps trying to get away from Bullseye, and it finally happened for him. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel so bad for Bullseye, but it's glad I'm glad that he stayed with Jesse, because Jesse was clearly the better partner for him. Yep. Sheriff Jesse. Oh, when he gave her the Sheriff yeah. Star, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I was already crying, but if that if I wasn't already crying, I would have been crying there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bullseye in the trash compactor just destroys me every time. <laughs> like, when he accepts it, he's struggling so hard. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Like, did we talk about Kaboom and Ducky and... We can yeah. talk about them. I mean, again, they're they're new characters that were entertaining. Yeah, they don't, they I, don't, I, I don't add know. to the like, emotional, like, impact yes. of the story. But they are, they are the funniest things in any of these movies. Like... And I was just so glad we finally got a Polly Pocket type character. Oh my yes. god, she was great. But she got <laughs> forgotten too a little bit, I felt like. Yeah, she, a little bit. Like, her intro was great, though. She kept making me... I think it was just the sunglasses, but she kept making me think of Liam Neeson's character in the Lego movies. Oh, good cop, good cop, bad cop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you guys stay all the way through the credits, by the way? Yes. Um, oh, I, mean, I don't know if I stayed all did you, the way did, through. Okay, the Pixar, it ends with Duke Kaboom. Duke Kaboom comes in and he does the Pixar. He comes in and no. is the lamp. What? Mm-hmm. It, Oh, you didn't see this? The last one I saw was uh, Ducky and, and Bunny. It's no, like giant no. monsters with laser eyes. The laser like, eyes. No, the it's, it's the... It's the pi- that was fantastic, too, by the way. I think- was that before or after Forky also got a girlfriend? That was, uh, after. 
Okay. So there was nothing yeah, in the two. middle of the credit. Once the credits roll, there was nothing in there, I don't think. Okay, yeah, I left as soon as the, like, black screen. No, no, away. it was, uh, this was post, it was in the actual, like, there's the whole Disney logo at the end mm-hmm. of the sh- movie, and then the Pixar logo comes up. Instead of the the lamp jumping out and doing the jumping down the eye, it was Duke Kaboom. And he comes out, does some stunts, <laughs> he's making a bunch of grunting noises, <laughs> doing lots of poses, and he's like, yeah! And then the combat Carl, who didn't get a high five, comes out. Oh, and no. And he, he, he gets a high five from Duke Kaboom to end the Oh, movie. yes! Uh, him it not was... getting a high five well, was probably my favorite moment. It was like, I was <laughs> so sad. It's like, I was like, why does combat Carl sound so familiar? I looked it up. All of them were Carl Weathers, which is just... Oh, yeah. Like... He, combat, Carl, combat Carl was in... A version of Combat Carl was in the uh, Halloween one. Um and he was very, very funny in that one as well. Which combat Carl? Like all of them or just like It was like no, it was just one. It was a generic uh it was like the generic version of him. Oh, that's that's so great that that other one gets a high five though. That makes that yeah. makes my day just hearing that. Like <laughs> <laughs> uh, they should put it on the internet just so people who didn't stay can know that guy finally yeah. got his high five. Yeah, and I loved I loved they had the they had that slight nod to Keanu Reeves, just the whoa, uh at the end with uh <laughs> Do you guys have laser eyes? Actually, have laser eyes? Yeah. <laughs> I should, I think one of my favorite bits of the movie was uh, Duke's big moment, D- jump the forty the forty foot jump or whatever. Um, I just thought it was re- it was beautiful. It was well done. Uh, it, it was, was animated. a little too close to the ET on a bike <laughs> for me. <laughs> um i can see that but uh that yeah, there's was a moon in the background i didn't like it <laughs> that was that was great i the i also the, love the way Bo was like oh no here he goes he's posing and they yeah. just went on for that, that, <laughs> i thought there was some some great beats with him and yeah, we need to talk about this is for you richard but i was just gonna say like we we need to actually talk about Bo coming back we're talking about all these new characters we haven't talked about yeah, her yet she's like an action hero that's dope. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know one of my friends was so upset in the last movie when it was just like, Bo Peep's gone, and that was the end of her character. It was like, really? Mm-hmm. And she like she comes back and gets to be this awesome figure of like just self-discovery and just doing mm-hmm. it herself and all this stuff. And I really liked her. No, that was good. I really did enjoy it. And, and I was I, just I, glad we got to see how she was taken yes, away. Because it was, was like, agree. like, Woody when he's just like she's gone now and like that was it is like what there has to be more to that story and i was glad mm-hmm. we finally saw how it happened because no, you'd great. think you'd be a little more broken up over it yeah it was a great way to open the movie and a great call back at the end with the hands mm-hmm. on the ledge mm-hmm. Bo was really good and i just it, it it felt again though it felt a little thrown together with her ind- independent life and, she, and then she's like yeah i was in this thing for years too i uh, speaking of weird timelines we were uh, <laughs> we were discussing a different movie that strange timelines bo's story didn't i i couldn't figure out how many years she was there how many years she was on her own and not that this matters but it just spoke to how i think all those disparate pieces were kind of mashed together instead of yeah feeling naturally strung together you know she's a toy she probably doesn't live by a calendar. that's true she doesn't know what she's on a whole different calendar uh, a yeah. toy years it's been seven toy years <laughs> it's like dog years <laughs> and it's nice to see i think this is now three of the four movies where one of the main characters has lost an arm oh no <laughs> 
Duke Kaboom knowing all of the sheep's names was also a great yeah, moment. Yeah, that was so great. <laughs> <laughs> They're my girls. <laughs> Summer Keanu. I love yeah, it. Yeah, seriously. Um, have, have you heard like some people are getting upset that so many people are trying to take claim that they they love Keanu now? And there's like so many people that are like, I've loved Keanu for 30 fucking years. You don't get to claim him as yours now after having <laughs> one summer of stuff that th- he's been no. in. <laughs> Keanu deserves all the love he can get. Let new and old members of the fandom unite. <laughs> yes. More Keanu fans is a good thing. Yeah. I just speaking of the new guys though, I don't think did the the ventriloquist dummies never talk, did they? No. Because that's like, an amazing detail. They did a couple of like if they didn't because they can't they made noises like ah, yeah, but yeah, but I mean it's just such an awesome yeah. detail because it's like all these other characters are talking even though they're toys and they can't talk. Mm-hmm. But the fact that this is a toy that gets its voice from people, yeah. mm-hmm. so just them not talking somehow seems really good. Like, I, love I loved how they called him out as so creepy at the end too. That yeah, was, that yeah. Was really well, that was like way he, he was like oh bye like Vincent and he just like has that like creepy ass wave. And it's like yeah, he's a nice <laughs> guy, super creepy, but like yeah, it's just. <laughs> And that was what Tony Hale is that Tony Hale who was Forky? Yeah, I think we. I think Forky deserves a little more talk. I I really liked his evolution. Like like he went from just being trash to yeah having some interesting views on the world and like was appreciating everything. Like I loved his earnestness yeah. towards uh, her getting her supposed moment. Like how he was distracted from Bonnie. Just he wanted to see this great thing happen for... For someone mm-hmm. he just met. Yeah. 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 And how he just embraced the idea of of like being a love, warm, hug, like trash. Yeah. To everybody that he encountered was great. Well, I, I he also has the best line in the movie, which is when Knifey is like, why am I alive? He just goes, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll say another thing like that this movie did well that not necessarily happened in some of the other ones like a little bit to the extent but like they brought the people in a little bit more in this one it felt like and just the whole thing mm-hmm. with the dad where the unicorn kept like we should get him arrested or yeah. whatever so then at the end when he was having all those troubles with the RV it's like mm-hmm. it was so ridiculous it's just such a great moment in this there's so many good moments in this movie but like, yeah and that, just, again I I can't. I, I couldn't agree more, but I wish, like I said, I I, I, I it'll, it feels like moments more than a whole, which is what's holding it back for me. Though I yeah. have it ranked next to Toy Story 2 in my, it, like, those are so neck what and is neck your after ranking? one thing. Three, one, two, four for these movies. But I would put two and four in the bottom half of Pixar for me. Yeah. They're at the top of the bottom half, but they are <laughs> in the bottom half. You got to think more tiers, I feel like, with Pixar. It's a tier system. Because, like, I would put, I don't know, it's a Toy Story 4, 2, Incredibles 2, Coco, Inside Out, Nemo, Toy Story, Monsters, Inc. I feel like they're their own tier of, like, they're the middle tier. And then Cars 2 is the oh, high man. end. Up. Nemo's towards the top for me. Yeah. My, my top's the Wally up, Toy Story 3, Ratatouille, Incredibles. So. Yeah, well, we all can't be winners, I guess. Inside Out is so far above all the others and up, but up is close-ish, but Inside Out, man. Up is down for me. <laughs> and then there's the bot. The, the, I guess there's three tiers, essentially. There's like the Cars tier, which I appreciate those movies more than most people. 
but I would put Dory, Monsters U, and Bugs Life with the Cars movies. And then Brave and Good Dinosaur on their own bottom tier. I forgot Brave existed until just now. That's I enjoyed good. that one. I've been one. No, I, I didn't dislike I, it. I enjoyed it, but but it's just it was on. It was my least favorite Pixar movie when it came out, and then it mm-hmm. was supplanted by Good Dinosaur when that came out, which again isn't a horrible movie. It's just a not. It was the okay dinosaur. Just, there's just there's just a <laughs> not lot going on there. It was the not seen dinosaur. Oh. Movie, so, <laughs> well, I heard it was really sad. It's like I, I've no, been through just, enough it of dinosaurs. It has a Mufasa moment, and then it's not sad anymore. So it's a Disney movie? Yes. <laughs> it sounds like that's going to do it for Toy Story 4. Can someone look up our next movie? It is Boondock Saints. Oh, no. For real? We're doing Boondock Saints next? It's Ben's pick. Yeah, it is. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, well, we're, you can tell by the excitement in Lauren and I's voice that we're going to have a spirited discussion about Boondock Saints I'm excited. next week, probably. That I feel like John, John definitely... <laughs> Definitely likes Boondock Saints as a movie. He does? That, that would be my guess based on everything I know about John. <laughs> Is that a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> Take that for what you will. <laughs> Boondock Saints. It stars Willem Dafoe as a kooky cop. Kooky's a good word for it. Troy Duffy. Troy Duffy. That's right. I've heard he's one of the great assholes in uh, Hollywood history. Do some. Make sure you do some IMDb research on this guy next time, Lauren. Okay, there's going to be some good stories. I feel like I wore I wore out my douchebag call someone a douchebag quota last week though with <laughs> Avatar. <laughs> uh, Sean Patrick Flannery and Norman Reedus play a pair of brothers who get into some mob trouble. Is that right? I don't even remember I the premise remember. for this movie. And Billy Connolly is a crazy shooting guy. That's all I remember about this the movie. The Duke. Not jo- B- Billy, not John Cleese Connolly. The, yeah, Boondock Saints was definitely one of the like few movies that all of most dudes liked in when I was in college. And is it, was, it like The Godfather? And it, or well, is it no, Goodfellas? The Godfather Which, is actually a, movie... a great movie. <laughs> well, no, not The Godfather no. then. I think it's Goodfellas where like cribs, you would go to every crib. No, Scarface. Goodfellas great too. But yeah, The Boondock States was one of those movies that all the dudes thought was great that I was like, hmm? <laughs> well, but, you're just wrong and that's okay. We'll see. When's the last time it's you watched this, It's got a 44 ben? meta score, so it's not the worst movie we've watched. <laughs> ben, what was the last time you watched this movie, do you think? Uh, two St. Patrick days. Two St. Patrick's days ago. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Is that how you tell time? By how many St. Patrick's days have <laughs> yes. passed? When it comes to this movie, at least. <laughs> Fly back to 1999 and watch that movie. Hey, Norman Reedus came out okay, and so did Defoe on the other side of things. That's my favorite line from Willem Defoe in any movie. Until then, I'm Zach Oldenburg. You can find me wherever you can find at Zach Oldenburg. You can find us at middleofrow.com and on Twitter at middleofrow. I'm Ben Grigsby. You can find me on Twitter and on Letterboxd at the Grigsby Bear. You can find all of us on Facebook at Middle of the Row. And I'm Lauren Heimbaugh. You can find me on Twitter at Beware of Trees and you can find us on Tumblr at middleofrow.tumblr.com. Go watch. The Boondock Saints. (laughs) Did you already forget for a second? (laughs) Uh, And remember, the best seats are in the middle of the road. I can't let you. I can't let you. 
I can't let you throw yourself away. I can't let you. I can't let you. I can't let you throw yourself away. Son, it seems to me like you're never gonna behave yourself.